Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Four Top Threes, where Hello. we talk about our top three things in a random subject. And the uh, the chooser of this episode was Neil. Oh, what yeah. did you get, my my friend? You know, it's getting harder and harder to choose to choose topics. We're we're not very far <laughs> into this show, <laughs> and it's already really hard. So it's you like chose to give us homework Neil. instead. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, Neil, there's a really big list, which I think you put together, which you didn't even look at. Uh, yeah, it's not on right. the list. It, we're going to get to, like, just the end of season two, and we're going to have to talk about every possible thing, you know, in the whole wide world. We'll uh, use yep. all of the words in every order that they can be used at. Then what we need to do is get more guests who have a much bigger range of ideas <laughs> than we do. Season three, we only have guests now. No, I'll come up with better podcasts than me. Um. <laughs> no. So, what was the uh, what was what was the topic? What was the homework you set us this this time around, Neil? Uh, profanity in media. Anytime someone used a swear word or something, some prof- profanity statement. So, at the top of this episode, there's a lot of swearing in this episode. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a lot of curses that some of you may find offensive Dig. and some of you will not care about. Cunt. Um, so, yes, that one for starters. And I have a beautiful video to share with you guys that uses you. that particular. Um, so, yeah, if you have any particular issues with what uh, is often referred to as the C word or any other swears... This might not be the episode for you. <laughs> yeah, I ripped this off a music uh, <laughs> channel. <laughs> credit where credit's due. I'm not super original. Um, there's a, a YouTube channel he does streaming and then like cuts it up and posts that to uh, YouTube. Um, Brad Tasted Music is the channel, and I've watched him grow over the last little bit, and it's been it's been a good channel. He does music things, and they're all kind of different. And he did like the most the worst clean versions of songs first i think was the Mm. first one and then he did um (laughs) the worst the worst cusses in music you know the most out of place ones um cringe ones they're all like fun topics and and he he covered this recently and i thought it was interesting so hopefully hopefully we all thought of things i struggled (laughs) i'm not gonna lie Put it on the record. Yeah, I thought that I, I listened I sh- to more cusses than I do. <laughs> well, I, I struggled until I expanded my range of what swears would include. Yeah, so that's I fair. included the slightly softer ones, like calling things cocks and twats, and then I realised that nothing on my list has any of those in it. So, and then I I couldn't <laughs> stop 
writing down the things that I thought were funny or interesting with swears in. So <laughs> this got easier over time. It started off really tough. Oh. Oh, the, the only thing I started with was like really good burns, which aren't even curses. It's the like, oh, I thought we were going to f- have a battle of wits, but I see you've showed up un- unarmed. Like I, that's all I could think of to start with. I couldn't think of a single curse one. It was terrible. <laughs> I but, on my list I only have three one uh, three ones that I could even think of that I had a uh, recent exposure to because most of the media I consume does just doesn't curse because I mostly uh, like when I watch uh, something it's usually Asian dramas and they don't do curse words like at least the ones I watch it because it's Korean historic on, dramas and they're very very um frame and proper I'm yeah tired proper of these yeah these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking <laughs> plane Cassie. come on <laughs> Good Come on, <clears throat> the uh, thing is, I didn't. I never watched that movie. I don't watch a lot of movies. It's you I don't watch I just don't watch a lot of movies. Why would you movies? not watch Snakes on a Plane? It's listen, not- <laughs> listen. I don't even have time to sleep or eat. <laughs> the only times I am able to watch something is while I'm eating, and I only have like 15 minutes. You would have watched Ooh. it if it was called Buddies on a Train or something. <laughs> Tired of this mother fluffing bunnies on this mother fluffing railroad. <laughs> Give me that movie right now. <laughs> well, I guess we figured out the name of the episode. Stop <laughs> <laughs> it, though. <laughs> Why is it always Ava that's keep coming up with these <laughs> Well, I realise, like, uh, we can't in the description nor in the title of this episode mm-hmm. actually use any of the cuss words we're about to use <laughs> without us getting yeeted off of my <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, fudge me. Hmm. All right, Neil, you began this 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 homework assignment, so I feel like you need to present first. Show your Ooh. homework. Oh, no. Yeah, show us your homework. Show us the workings out. Oh, oh. Show how you how do you got to answer. Show your work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Show your workings. How, how did it in do your you head solve doesn't for count. profanity? <laughs> do y'all want do y'all want a uh, music or a movie first? Doesn't matter to me. Mu movie. Movie. Mu- okay. Movie. A movie. <laughs> I, I changed my mind halfway through. I don't remember this movie. It's a a pretty old movie, but it's among the first things that crossed my mind when i pitched this i was like oh yeah there's that one um so at least this scene stayed with me and there's a character in this movie i'm not going to complete that sentence we're just going to watch the thing <laughs> okay i don't know how much i need to introduce for the scene to matter uh, are you gonna link it yes uh, i'm gonna share okay. screen. <laughs> oh okay <clears throat> oh, that's a clever way. Mm. So this character here in the back of the car, he wants to be a jet pilot. That's and he's he's taken a vow of silence and hasn't spoken in a very long time. Um as a token of dedication to um, you know, his goal. So he wants to be a pilot. And they're just in a car right now, and uh, his little sister, I believe this is, I can't remember. I haven't. It's. I don't remember anything else about this movie. Um, <laughs> is showing him just like they're on a road trip, and she's passing the time, showing him little think pages out of a book. <laughs> so the movie is Little Miss Sunshine, and the scene is 
the part where he f- figures out that he's colorblind and has an outburst of emotion when they park the car. <laughs> <laughs> You mean he screams fuck oh, at the top see, of his lungs? I, I do remember that scene. Yeah. But I don't remember any of the rest of the movie. No, I don't remember like, any I remember that. Movie. As soon as like he starts like throwing around in the back of the, the they were in like a camper van type thing in this movie, or at least this portion of it. I remember that and I remember him getting out and, and screaming fuck. I'm like, I recognize this. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That that outburst of character emotion in that scene and the the fact that that's the first thing that that kid has said in, in such a long it, time is his dreams it, shatter is it, it, it his oh. first line of the movie i don't remember i think so yeah because he's been <laughs> he's been on his vow of silence for i believe years probably at, at this point in the movie it's like a character thing I don't know. I probably didn't even like his character until that moment, but it's like such a good, <laughs> a good little moment where you're like, "Oh, damn, that sucks, dude." <laughs> yeah, the acting in that, like, uh, like I, I'm gonna. If you haven't noticed, there's there's all the streamer links underneath. Uh, definitely click the one that, that's labeled "Little Miss Sunshine." Like, that is that is in in like basically two uses of that word. That is that is acting. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, easy enough. I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> uh, we could talk about I, Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> I don't remember it. I remember watching it a very long time ago. I remember that. And then I remember the very end <laughs> where the little girl is standing up on stage, like proclaims that grandpa's in the trunk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember anything else about that movie. Uh, the first thing I, not- I noticed about that little clip you just shared was like, all the cars just honking, and I'm like, "Why? What's happening? I, <laughs> There's yeah, nothing chaos. happening. There's just cars driving parallel to each other. Why is everyone honking?" If I remember, I like correct- the way the dad is honking, and there's no one in front of him. Yeah. There's literally no one. If I remember correctly, <laughs> they are driving an old car that can't reach like even close to the the speed limit of the uh, right, highway. Right, so there's They're been the like problem. the okay. cars have been honking on at them for like hours at this point. Right. Yeah. Which is probably why yeah. the dad wasn't even paying attention to anybody talking. He was just in his own like, I hate mm-hmm. life right now. I don't want to stop the car. I don't want to be here. I would have screamed fuck much earlier if it <laughs> just because of the dunking. Fuck off. Out of uh, pure frustration. Yes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's not, this. You're not even allowed to do that in German. Like just randomly honk at a car because it's slow. Just pull over. <laughs> there's a reason there's two lines on the autobahn. <laughs> <laughs> There's another lane. Use it. <laughs> That's a good demonstration. I think by the time we hit the end of this, we're going to see a lot of different uses for profanity. And I think that one... I'm going to put this one behind my ear for reasons. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for reasons. Oh, no. Well, thank you, Neil. Uh, let's go with Cassie. Me. Oh, I thought yeah. You yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm doing, the, I'm doing the, the circle thing. Circle thing. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I'm starting in the top left and going around. Uh, so my, on my top three list is uh, the band name Fuimadan, because it literally nice. has "fuck you" in it, uh, which <laughs> is one of the first thing I asked him when I asked him if he needed uh, a cover artist, and I asked him what the fuck does Fuimadan even mean, and he was like, "It means fuck you, I'm a Dane," and uh, part of that is because he was often bullied in school um uh, for because he uh he has russian ancestry 
and everyone in Denmark was like, you're not a fucking Dane. And now that he had like more or less control over what he was doing, he named his his uh, art project, uh, his music project, fuck you, I am a Dane. And uh, <laughs> all the music he does and all the like all the actions he does have a very big fuck you energy. And I really appreciate yep. uh, that about him. <laughs> yeah, when you explained that that's that was uh how how the name came about, I'm like, yeah, I appreciate this. I also appreciate his uh his very much his fuck you attitude to some of the trolls and absolute dickheads who were who were following him. Yeah. Like, no, you can't you can't have this kind of a person on your cover. They went Vikings, fuck you. And they're on. I love <laughs> mm-hmm. it. I, yeah. I love his energy for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And like um, he's often told, like for example, that talking about mental illness. No, not he's he's not told that, but like that's just generally how it's perceived. Like men talk about mental illness is a taboo, and like one of the points he makes on his uh, on his social media accounts is like talking openly about his mental illnesses. Because yeah. fuck you, that's why. <laughs> Good attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you get to how did you like get to meet him? Um, I was uh, at the beginning of writing Counterbalance, I tried to immerse myself in more Viking-esque music. And uh, I was in a few um, groups on Facebook that had like Viking music, like sharing that kind of stuff. And I kept pop, like I kept seeing his name and he had like three or four tracks at the time out. And uh, like his music was on par with another big musician who I will not name here because he's an asshole. Um, (laughs) For the record, he also has Dane in it, in case anyone knows it. (laughs) But um, uh, I I saw, like, he did not get very much recognition uh, because I, I... from my perspective as a someone who does cover art and uh, a lot of uh, visual media, my take on it was that he did not get a lot of recognition because his cover art simply sucked. <laughs> so I stepped up to oh. so I stepped up to him and was like, "Hey, um, you make great music, but you, I, I feel like you're not getting the recognition you sh- you deserve because your cover arts." You deserve better cover arts. Let's say it like this. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, thank you. I would be very happy if someone took that from me." And uh, ever since then, we've become fast friends. And that's how that happened. Good. So he came in with a "fuck you" attitude of like, "Hey, your cover I art did. sucks." <laughs> fuck he was your like, covers. Here's a better one. And he was like, "Hey, fuck you. You're right, but fuck you." <laughs> yeah. Ever since you, then, um, fuck you has been our thing. <laughs> <laughs> you use a lot of um, his music in Counterbalance, right? Yes. Uh, it, it's the only music I use beca- uh, because I want to promote him and like like raise him up a little bit, raise awareness for him <laughs> by using it uh, <laughs> primarily. And because he also like uses the, um, the vibes I am looking for for Counterbalance. So that's a good thing. Yeah. That's good. Which is very unusual, so it fit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, check the links. You'll find a crap load of links and go (laughs) listen to Counterbands because it's amazing. Um, And listen to Fuimadan because fuck you, that's why. Because fuck you, yeah, that's why. Um, (laughs) The the unofficial subtitle of this episode, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) That's good. That's a good demonstration. And it's not... In a song, it's not in a TV thing. It's good. I yeah. like it. <laughs> All right, Ethel, what do you got, bud? Oh, um, 
my number three is oh I had to I had to dust off the fucking cobwebs for this one. Um, <laughs> so I sat there thinking to myself like I knew number one almost instantly. Uh, number two was a little bit of a struggle, but number three I was like I know this, but I can't remember it. And that's why it's number three because I could not help myself. And then I started googling around and I spent about twenty minutes finding this thing. So I'm just gonna go ahead and share screen because uh, that's a, what the cool kids are doing. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so this is minute 144 of episode 25 of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series. <laughs> I sat there thinking to myself, I remember somebody bleeping out cursing a lot. And I remember laughing my fucking ass off at it back in the day. Now, this is 13 years old. So if this feels overplayed and old and like not that fresh, <laughs> like please take note. It's old. It's really old. It's probably just... the ancestors of all the others that ripped him off. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so there was so many beeping in this Yugo abridged episode minute, whatever it was. Uh, it began to sound like Morse code. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Who's gonna decipher break, it?" Gonna and then a single beep. <laughs> it just adds it with a fuck. You can tell that the, the end, end was like he's ran out of steam, but he's still mad. It was just like a fuck, <laughs> dick, dick. <laughs> I just think the way that he answered. So you have to beep sideways. It leaves the brain to so much imagination. You're like, he said shit, right? Or piss? Fuck? I don't know. Waddle? <laughs> many, many options. Waddle <laughs> So that's uh, I like this genuinely uh, took such a long time. This is 13 years ago. I saw this, uh, and like I just sat there, like in my in a old coma, just like where, where did I? Where do I remember this from? Where do I remember this from? And I found it. I'm very glad. I'm very glad. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series. It's old and it's quite funny. If you ever watched Yu-Gi-Oh!, check it out. I think we mentioned Abridged Series like shockingly often in four top three. Uh, Abridged, yeah. yeah. I think in the cartoon <laughs> one. Uh, The cartoon yeah. series one, probably. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned something abridged. I want to say Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, abridged, yeah that too. Wrong. Yeah. This is yeah. our podcast about YouTube 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I have an honorable mention, which includes bleeping, <laughs> which is from 14 years ago. <laughs> YouTube for 10 years ago and movies for 2006. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're kind of terrible. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Wait, God damn it. When did Little Miss Sunshine come out? I'm gonna be upset. 2003, I think it said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's not really a use of profanity, but sometimes the beeping is funnier than the profanity. And oh my god, it's a 2006 movie. <laughs> What? I've Why does it look like out. it was made in the 80s? I was called yeah, out in an earlier episode by Karen. <laughs> <laughs> For only liking movies in 2000, all my movies were from 2006, and here I go again on my bullshit. <laughs> I don't know any other movies. God damn me! I think I think using censoring and bleeping is sometimes funnier than actually just putting the swear in. Absolutely, in the yeah. same way that if you don't swear a lot, when you swear, it hits harder. Uh, uh -huh. some, some, I, I read across a Father Ted's uh, clip where the the priest <laughs> swears, and it's just like, oh, that actually looks really like set up and funny. Uh, so yeah, yep. sometimes less is more. Sometimes uh -huh. more is still funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, the the use of the beeping and the profanity beeper sensor thing um, actually leads into. Um, 
uh, leads into actually my second choice. Oh. Um, I'm going to go second uh, for my third <gasps> place. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it first. Um, is actually uh, Mythbusters episodes. So there is an episode where they test if swearing can, can allow you to withstand more pain and for longer. And they do it with like the, the bucket of ice water. And you basically keep your hand in there. And as soon as you can't cope, you pull your hand out and you have like three minutes. You can say whatever you want, but you're not allowed to swear. You can't use a swear swear. Um, but they figured that, hang on a minute, our poor graphics person who has to put like a, a thing over their mouth every time they swear. So you can't even see the shape of what they're swearing. Um, so they built a little visor which goes across the mouth so that it's just covered in symbols so they can swear and just put a beep in. Um, it's <laughs> It's one of my favorite episodes. It's it's like it's just a really random one. Like it's the pain tolerance idea. Um, like you know, if you don't swear, you can't somehow manage to like uh, deal with as much pain. But as soon as you start swearing, you can suddenly get through it a lot better. And that was kind of the premise of it, um, which was just it was just really good. I thought it was really funny. Um, but along with that one episode of MythBusters where they test the the effects of swearing. Um, there is an episode they did for Shark Week um, where they had a, a captain of a seaboat on and they wanted to, just as a mini myth, not part of the Shark Week, they were like, all right, so could you swear like a like a sailor? And he did. It's just a full on, just, it's just a beep. There is there is no cutting. There's nothing else. It's like, beep. And they're just like, oh my. Beep. That captain has died. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like. Yeah, like I, I, I just, I just liked that episode. Um, it was a really interesting um, study on on swearing because they replaced the words afterwards. Like they were like, okay, if you, if we allow you to not swear at all, we allow you to swear, or we give you a list of words you're supposed to treat like swear words, like banana and apple and peach or whatever the stupid shit was. They still couldn't do it. It was something about the actual swears, the fact that this is a kind of taboo, last minute ditch effort thing. It has to be a real swear for you to be able to withstand the pain quite as long. And it was just, it was just interesting. And I thought it was really cool. So when you said media instead of a song or movie, I'm like, oh, thank Christ. <laughs> this is one I can actually talk a bit about because I, I kind of, I thought it was an interesting experiment. Um, and then, yeah, the honourable mention for that particular episode or that particular series is the uh, Swear Like a Sailor thing. <laughs> I, 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 I've always found the Swear Like a Sailor thing fantastic. Uh, it's just a fun myth. Uh, and it's actually part of my honourable mentions as well. Uh, I've got Captain Haddock from Tintin. Um, at least in the Icelandic <laughs> version. Uh, he has these insane fucking swear words that just make no sense. But the, you, you can read them and you're like, oh, he's he's cussing up a storm right now. Like, <laughs> So just to write off your thing, I just decided to mention my honorable mention out of, out of order. <laughs> well, it, it needed to be. Um, but like, I, I agree. Yeah. There's magic to swearing. There really Swearing is like is it is magic. <laughs> it's magic. Um, it's 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 like the the um, the the kid from um, Little Miss Sunshine. It, it, that portrayed in any other word probably not have as much like heavy weight to it. Like if he just went out and yelled egg, <laughs> like you probably oh, I picked the egg. Now they're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just see a for, really big ball. For a second, I thought you were going into the Zoltana accent. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that, that. Like, 
if he'd come out yelling air or coming out yelling egg, it would have nowhere near the same effect as using a genuine swear. Like using like fuck. Uh, uh, there is something to that. You think you think that scene would have been lessened in a safe for work version of the movie played at like 3 p.m. where he's like, hack! Freaking hack! <laughs> Started hacking, frick! Because I, I think at that point it would have sounded like a comedic outburst because the music almost goes in that direction. Um, whereas, like, yeah, there's something there's something unique about it being a swear. <laughs> anyway, that was that was that was my episode. That was that was my my second spot um, because we we're talking about beats and sensors. Mm. Um, yeah, that that's mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, knee. Back to you, my oh, friend. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to talk about music ones now. <gasps> okay. Um, Funny. Mind number two is also a music one. Mine too. <gasps> one thing, one of the ones mentioned in the the video that I got this idea from is from a Tool song. I'm not the biggest Tool fan, but I remember the song, and I, I agree. <laughs> um, it's, it's not my... My choice. I'm just gonna go into. I'm just gonna list all my music ones that I had potential. Um, now this is gonna be <laughs> my number two spot. Is my top three music things, I guess. All right. Let me just disassociate <laughs> real quick before you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, go He's basically talking about how much he hates like society in Southern California, and he refers to it as a bullshit three ring circus sideshow of freaks here in this hopeless fucking hole we call LA. The only way to fix it is to flush it all away any fucking time, any fucking day. See, learn to swim, see you down in Arizona Bay. And he's just wishing that Southern California like falls into the ocean and becomes Arizona Bay. And it's so angry and brutal. Um, the other one that I was going to choose for this um, is by someone who I listened to in a different project. The other uh, project is um, called Have a Nice Life, and it's kind of this post-rock type, um, like really washed-up reverb. Um, it, it's got its own like style, and he has this other project called Giles Corey, and there's a song called No One Is Ever Gonna Want Me. And the song is about the... Uh, artists struggles with suicide basically and at the very end it kind of ramps up into this very overblown it it, the loudest bit that i think probably on the album um and he introduces it with a count and instead of one two three four he yells one two fuck you and i always thought it was cheesy when i was first like getting into the song and then as the song kind of resonated with me about like what he's singing about, it just kind of like made more sense. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like that outburst is is warranted. And I thought it was a good use after a while. But um, he brings that in before the line. Um, I want to feel the way I feel when I'm asleep over and over, just in that loud, overblown part. And I think it's just makes it sadder, actually. Um, because of the context of the song and everything. So um, I thought that that was a good example. And I googled <laughs> uh, good uses of profanity in music because I was looking for good music <laughs> examples. And this came up on one of the uh, links. And I, I, I just felt justified. I was like, yes, okay, I will name <laughs> that one at least. 
Um, but also just in general music, there is a band called a silver Mount Zion who has an album called fuck off, get free. We pour light on everything. And the, the track of the same name, it's very celebratory (laughs) and it's, it's, it's a really good song and I've been listening to it a lot lately. So that's also on my picks for that. Yeah. Also in GMT, uh, when you die is funny. (laughs) I like that one. Um, Most of my songs that I have on my list that have swears in them are just funny songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> none of them are serious at all. <laughs> it, it's funny. I think it's a funny song. Oh, thank you for that. Those I will make sure we put the, the links in the bottom. Yeah. Good musics. We're always looking for the good musics. Uh, Cassie. <clears throat> Hello. Hi. So, okay, next on my list is also a song. It just so happens to be one. <laughs> but don't is worry, I got only one. <laughs> <laughs> Neil managed to sneak his own top three into the top three. <laughs> top three on place two. <laughs> I just knew I wasn't going to have too much to say about <laughs> any of them. So I was like, I'll just list them all and, you know, explain where they came from. My bad. Okay, so um, mine is from uh, from my favorite band, Heilum, which recently, like in August, I think they released a new album. And on it, um, when they released, uh, they, they released uh, tracks early, like two or three like promotional tracks early. One of the uh, tracks that they released early is called Tenet. And the moment I saw the title, I knew exactly what this was going to be about. Um, it is going. It was going to be about the Sator Square. If any of you know what that is, that is uh-uh. a very uh, old um, pattern that is often found, like in in several different cultures, uh, in a similar pattern. It is the words Sator, Arepo, Tenet, Opera, Rotas, written uh, underneath each other. And uh, um, uh, uh, what makes this thing special is that. No matter how you read it, if you read it forwards or backwards or up and down, you always read the exact same words. So the moment I read the title of that uh, track, I knew they, the track was going to be reversible. So obviously, <laughs> within like an hour that they uh, released the promotional thing uh, on, on YouTube, someone uploaded a reversed uh, track. Um, and uh, it's like 13 minutes long or whatever. And they claimed that it's was it was going to be the same fro- forward as it was going to be backwards but that's not entirely true because there were, were hidden messages by the lead singer in there and some of the stuff he says is i didn't write all of it down he said something about uh, something if you take cocaine your nose will fade away i want to swim in a sea of lsd and golden shower every hour <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it, it, it was just so funny that that was in there. It, you cannot hear those things in the for, for, uh, forward uh, version, and the reversed version has already been taken down from YouTube, unfortunately. Ah, boo. <laughs> boo. 
We'll find it. <laughs> we can find that, it forward or play it backwards. So, I, I, like I, while searching for the lyrics, because I knew I had heard that like within that hour that it was released already, um, I, I, I stumbled upon a Reddit thread where someone uh, uploaded a video where they just used a backwards thing on their CD, not a CD player, vinyl player. What's the other yeah. thing called? Yeah, <laughs> they they just played it in reverse, and you could hear it on there. And people were like, "Oh no, it sounds like he's saying golden shower every hour." And and people were like, "Yeah, well, that's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Good job." <laughs> yeah, so that's on my list. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Uh, that is awesome. <laughs> Now I just want to listen to this and listen to it only backwards. <laughs> But Never hear that forward version. <laughs> I I no. was a little bit disappointed because I when I listened to it forwards, it's it did not sound exactly the same as it I, when I listened backwards. I was like, it would have been cooler if they had made that. But um, when they made a, a artist statement, they said it was so, going to supposed to be the same forwards and backwards. But I feel like it wasn't. Maybe I'm missing something, or maybe I, my my brain is like. Um, just inserting something else because the track is literally 13 minutes long. Maybe I've forgotten the, f the first cool. part. <laughs> yeah. Get to the end or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> I hadn't heard of the... the Sator Square. square. Sator Square? Yeah, yeah I loved it. Uh, like 10 years ago or 13 years ago, I got super obsessed with it. I really loved it. Um, apparently the, the word Sator Arepo Tenet Opera Rotas actually have like a meaning and it means something like the plowman pulls the plug and seeds those seeds of the world or something like that or that holds no it hold, he the plowman holds the world in balance with his wheel something like that you'd need to look it up <laughs> but it's it's found in very in many um like temples or what, uh, uh, archaeological finds in many different languages and it's just very similar that you can read them forwards and backwards and up and down And it's always the same words. That is super weird. That's super cool. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool, but super weird. Yeah. Damn. I don't have any experience with Seder, Seder circles, so I, I unfortunately <laughs> don't have a lot to comment on here. Seder circles? It's a square. Bitch. Seder square? Square. <laughs> yes. Square, though. Yes. <laughs> I was considering gaslighting you, but you know what? Yes, I'm wrong. Uh, we have this on recording, unfortunately, this time. <laughs> I will wrong. <laughs> I will post a uh, picture of the Sator Square in the thing. Yeah, that'd be dope. All right, Aether, what have you got, bud? I got a bad one. Um, it's not uh -oh. clever. It's not good. It's probably one of his worst songs, but when you talk about cursing songs, it's the song that comes to my mind. Uh, I think I've mentioned this artist before on uh, Four Top Threes. His name is Schaefer the Dark Lord. If you're going to listen to any of his songs, don't listen to Fuck This Song, which is the song I'm going to put forward. I would recommend uh, Supervillain, Tour Song, or Clone Fucker. Clone Fucker is a great song. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, we're listening to Fuck This Song, which is not nearly as good, but it is the song I think of when I think of, like, cursy songs. So let me set this up. Ah, you know what? There's not a lot to set up. Uh, I'll just read out some of the lyrics. I find them kind of entertaining. Um, uh, the bridge of the song is fuck this, fuck Chris, fuck me, fuck you, fuck everyone here and everybody else too. Fuck off, fuck face, fuck all night long, fuck everything everywhere and fuck this song. Um, and there's an, and one part of the song where he 
what was it? It's like, uh, like he's just basically cursing the audience that the audience would ever enjoy his song. And he's just like, say it with me, you fucking monkeys. Uh, sing it louder. Uh, f- fucking monkeys, fucking, 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 fucking monkeys, fuck a f- motherfucker. And he's just cursing, just cursing. And the entire song, he's just cursing. And at the end of the song, he promises never to put the word fuck in another song. And I think he stands by it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me if I'm gonna make a radio edit of this. Was the last sentence actually? <laughs> they, you know, they have a radio edit of wet ass pussy, so I wouldn't put it. No. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like wet and gushy or something, which is not. Oh better. no. <laughs> no. It's still awful to That's your even... ears. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that at all. No, uh... it didn't get better. <laughs> Shut this is why you should just kept the word pussy. Yeah. <laughs> just keep it there, friends. <laughs> it's it's like the um, radio edit of um, uh, Big Lebowski. You don't find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like no, just leave it alone, man. Don't don't try. Don't try. I was so sad when I started noticing radio edit songs in Iceland. We didn't used to do it, but like eh, like somewhere in the early two thousands, we started doing it. Like two thousand tens, maybe. And now, like, all the songs on the radio are, like, radio edits. It's so fucking sad. For some reason, my mind just went, I I, I want Travis to go around in his town and just talk to people and be like, hey, are you a stranger? And once someone is, <laughs> says yes, he's going to be like, I found one! <laughs> I heard somewhere recently that when Rage Against the Machines Killing in the Name of came out and it was played yep. on the radio for a minute, at the start, like, it it wasn't played censored. <laughs> so the radio was just like, no. fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Oh, <laughs> for, yeah, for actually, yeah, I, I remember there was a similar thing in, in Britain about that. Um, there was a big push against, like, we had, like, Britain's Got Talent and all this other bullshit, uh, Finding Stars or something. I don't know what the fuck it is. I never watched that shit. Um, there was a big rage against the fact that every single Christmas it would be the act that literally just won the thing like two weeks before and there would be Christmas number one. And Britain, a lot of people decided, fuck this. So they basically made a campaign where they would get killing in the name of at number one for Christmas. <laughs> and they, I think they almost did it or they did do it. And the band were invited to go play on like, um, I think it's like Good Morning TV or something on, on, on a ITV. And they were like, oh yeah, you can perform this in here, but you can't do this part of the song. And they just started doing it. They were like, "Now nah, fuck this. This is why we were put on here. Fuck you. <laughs> and they fuck had to, you, like, I won't do what you tell them me. Playing. Yeah, they just like killed their mics. They killed everything in the, in the thing so that they couldn't be heard anymore. And they were like, well, we're very sorry about that. Moving on to the next thing on our list. <laughs> That's Good on them. Good on them. <laughs> uh, I wasn't a big fan of theirs before. I, I had seen and heard that instant because I was also getting quite annoyed at the fact Christmas was just whatever bullshit had been like elected two weeks before. Like, fuck that. So, you went for sheer amount of swears at your number uh, two spot. No, it's the song I think of when I think I of I mean, he did in a f- top one, uh, top three, two. <laughs> Beep! <laughs> Beep! I, I am a simple man of simple pleasure. Access is funny to me. Um, <laughs> like that so, one time when we were, uh, when we had, um, what, what, what was the card we had on stream? Uh, hydrate or dihydrate, mm. and Neil just yep. pulled up this <laughs> giant thing of ice. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> More is funnier. Five Louder liter juice or whatever. 
my number three, talking about excessive amount of swearing. Um, it's not that there was an excessive amount of swearing in what I saw. It was more the fact that they had the entire audience swearing, um, which was really, really funny. Um, so I used to do a lot of work at like the local, local like, community theatre thing. And uh, my friend was in one of the shows. I thought, okay, I'm not doing the tech for this. I'll actually go see it as a paying audience member. And they did the vagina monologues. And most of that, like there's like the occasional swear word, but not a lot. But they decided for one of their segments, uh, they were going to reclaim the word cunt. And they stood at the front of the stage and they were like, cunt is a glorious word. Cunt means sword into the sheaf. It's much better than vagina, which means <laughs> slimy hole. Fuck that. The word cunt is amazing. And they were like, saying the word cunt is really freeing. And they started walking up and down the stage and just like, cunt, cunt, and just doing this over and over <laughs> and over until a bunch of us started joining in. And then she was like, whoa, 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 hang on a minute, hang on a minute. She climbs off the stage and she goes and stands in front of the mayor of where we were living. And she's like, everybody needs to hear you say this, Mrs. Mayor. <laughs> And they had like all the dignitaries and everyone around us swearing and yelling cunts at the top of their voice. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, so that was actually my number three spot um, because that just sticks out so much in my mind that there were some really prim and proper like, you know, dignitary type folks and people holding office and like, you know, your grandma who would never use that word. Everyone in this theatre was swearing the word cunt and it was amazing. Um, so, yeah, it's the vagina monologues at my, my local theatre. <laughs> Go see it if you can. You Go see if you can. <laughs> no, there's this amazing actress named Natalie Noxley, I think her name was at the time. I think she's married since. But like, yeah, she just had such energy to her. You couldn't not not join in um it was it was great um it was it was such good fun <laughs> so i think that's uh not exactly an excessive amount of swearing but it was a lot of fun swearing <laughs> I, i'm getting real like sensitive about my picks because all my picks are just like oh yeah more swearing bigger swearing and you're, you guys are like finding like genuine stories i'm just like no i laughed yeah. when i saw this <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I assure you, my number one pick isn't going to be any different. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't expect anything different. Ah, tried and true, I just, I, Yeah, I, I just liked it because, again, like, uh, see you next Tuesday is definitely a word that a lot of people are, are sensitive to. And I, I like that this is very much back in the time when, like, reclaiming words was, like, beginning to really kick off and this woman she just went on with absolutely no qualms and started shouting this and it was it was great it was it was really it was really good to see to be honest because <laughs> I, I, it's it's still not used massively in britain especially around like older people but it's becoming more more common um, with the, the younger generation and as far as i understand in australia no fucks are given <laughs> i uh recently uh called your cunt on uh on a recording we were doing <laughs> Oh, and somebody yeah. went like, oh, he said the bad word. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so you can't. Uh, you can't do that. <laughs> I think I know exactly what she's referring to. <laughs> <laughs> Because like, like, I, I, I do this like casually when we're home. Like, like when V does like tiny little things. I'm just like, oh, you fucking cut. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I did it on the corner. I was like, oh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> no, cut this. Oh. Yeah, cut this. <laughs> Oops. We can't get it in it. Fuck. 
Uh, like, I was, I was talking to my friend Harry about this. Um, he's a Scottish guy that also lives on the island, same as us. And he's like, yeah, like, I know a lot of people get offended by it, but like in Scotland, at least where he grew up, you call a person a cunt if you love them. Um, and it's really based on context. It's like, hey, I do any cunt versus like, you absolute cunts. Like, there, there are differences in intonation on it. And he's like, it's just a word we did growing up. But, like, I'm around a bunch of people in different countries and they're like, oh, no, it's the bad word. I'm like, no, Delivering matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Context and delivery and intent matter a lot with that word. So, yeah. I I just, I thought if no one else is going to bring up the C word, I have to. I'm I, I think I brought it up in the first 30 seconds of us. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, let's get all the words out now. <laughs> Even before so, you had the time to do the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get them in while I'm doing the disclaimer before, <laughs> before the before the 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 content warning comes in. Yeah, let's get all them out hard. Uh, yeah. So that that was my number three pick. Um, so yeah, that was <laughs> all in the wrong order. It's horrible. Uh, all right, Neil. What's your what's your top spot? Okay. I chose my top one because it's something that I have taken and used in my day-to-day life. It's just a reference that I make to myself all the time. Has anyone seen this? Oh, I have not seen Neil. This this, this isn't from 2006. <laughs> No, Are you kidding me? No, no it's me. not. It's, nice. it's, it nice. says it says 2014. You almost made me quit this podcast. <laughs> I will not be called out like this. Well, actually, actually, what I said it isn't from 2006. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said it is, and I had a I had a moment. <laughs> okay, I see it now. Um, so we're looking at uh, Whiplash 2014, the final scene. Yes, never seen Whiplash. Okay. Me neither. Not, me neither. I just wanted to show you this without the context because I don't use it within any proper context. <laughs> and um, I th- I feel like everyone, f- I, I might talk, since we need to burn time here, <laughs> I might talk a little <laughs> bit about the context of this movie. And um, I find it interesting that a lot of people find this scene commonly on social media. Um, and that's how I, I found this scene and th- it changes so much when you know the movie <laughs> versus what you see out of context. So out of context, I'm going to show you this scene and then I'm going to explain the scene and a little bit about the movie. He is angry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <You> think so? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to explain context after this, but. It's good that you picked up on that because the resolution of this is three and I can't see. There's a lot of love going in the cinematography of the scene. Yeah. But there's a a specific color pattern for this, isn't there? Thou shalt not have blue. (laughs) They were both in color during uh, jazz. Blue. (laughs) Ironic. Mm Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not have pastels. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's starting to enjoy himself. No! <laughs> <laughs> the rhythm, it controls me. Don't give in to it. Don't love the jazz. <laughs> I think this counts as jazz. 
I wouldn't know. Is this a jazz band version of Footloose? Is he about to win this guy over? <laughs> I will not stop before these drums are not completely ruined! <laughs> Until the drumsticks are covered in my blood. <laughs> Why is there so much water on the things? <laughs> I think it's supposed to be sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you taking your jacket off for <laughs> shit, shit just got real Shit just got real Yes <laughs> I think shit got real when his hands started bleeding No that was just face one And it ends No applause or anything The movie just ends there Yep that's yeah. the ending scene I mean he did get a smile from the teacher And I'm pretty sure that's what he saw Yeah after. So here's the context to that. So for for the context of why it's my choice of thing, that there's that part where he walks over there. And he's like, "I'm gouging your motherfucking eyes out." <laughs> I, I just say that to myself a lot when I when I'm getting up to pee and I've had my headphones on for ten hours. You know, <laughs> anytime that I'm trying too hard at music or I'm you know just pushing myself, that's like my go to like "fuck me" expression. You know, um. But for context, in that movie, that's kind of like a bad ending, almost. Because the whole movie explores what happens in, like, from a mentor to a student. The the extreme amount that you can push someone morally, you know, and, and, and still... Have, because the, the conductor and the kid, they used to go to this university, and the kid tried super hard to get this part like impossibly hard this is a very macho sportsman kind of like atmosphere that they're building it's it's very toxic the environment is not good and he's a very strict harsh teacher and the it 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 kind of crashes all down and and it, at one point they ask I'm so bad at explaining things. Oh my god! I sympathize so hard because I've had I've been in that scenario <laughs> trying to explain something super complicated. And you're like, yeah, it's, but no. I, so I, it culminates in this kid like almost hurting himself, and they set him down at a certain point. And this is spoilers, by the way. All of the spoilers. I'm going to spoiler all of it, but I don't okay. think it matters because it's a great movie. Um, <laughs> they set him down, and they're like this teacher has actually driven another person to suicide. Like, is this, is this teacher did what happened to you? You know, it was, was he pushing you too hard, this and that. And so late and it kind of cuts without confirming, but he does like eventually say like, yes, he, he's a hard teacher. Um, and you find out later as the kid is throughout town that this, this dude lost his job because of this. And he goes and sees him at a bar. And basically at this bar scene, you learn that the teacher really has no regrets because they weren't there to teach a classroom of students. They were there to find the one next great jazz people and push everyone to hell in order to like bring that out of them. And they're constantly bringing up this old school jazz like stories uh, the mythology of old school jazz where this one guy threw a trumpet at this other guy's head and nearly decapitated him but he came back the <laughs> next day you know after someone like threatened his life basically and 
was the next big thing, you know, and he was, that's his sole one purpose, you know, and, and the, the moral question throughout the movie is like, how far can you push people? And he invites him to play with him again. The, the conductor dude invites the drama kid to play for his new project thing and then fucks him over. So that's what you don't get to see before that, because he, he like announces a song that this kid hasn't practiced or anything. And he's, mm. and he walks over and he says, I know it was you. Fuck you. This <laughs> <and> that. <laughs> And the kid, like, he fucks it up, and he walks off stage, and he's real disappointed. And that's his dad in the back room. And his dad, like, gives him a hug, and it's, like, all rather wordless. This this guy's, like, no scenes in the movie, but I, I think he plays, like, a super important part. Um, because when you're watching him, like, perform, and he gets to that explosive bit, you know, when he walks back on stage and he's doing it, and mm -hmm. he takes over the scene, that's his fuck you to the director, you know? It's like, no, you don't get to win this. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Um, and that's why the director walks over there and says, I'm going to gouge your motherfucking eyes out. <laughs> but I think one of the most important bits of that was when the father's like looking at through the backstage doors, that like one shot of someone like that's not someone who's like, that's a sad, th this yep. is almost like the ending of the, what's that movie that I've referenced once in this podcast already. <laughs> Um, Midsummer. It's almost like that mm. Midsummer ending of like that smile on the character's face as you get the worst ending ever. <laughs> That's kind of this because also like the villain of the movie is this teacher and he gets what he wants and the kid also gets what he wants but like there's been someone's been <laughs> like traumatized basically by this experience. It's a, it's a slap in the face because yeah, like a good thing came out of a a, a not so great act. <laughs> yeah, like this is not how it's supposed to be. Like bad things are supposed to be punished and good things are supposed to be rewarded. But here, like no, being an absolute like, uh, uh, yeah, an absolute <laughs> cunt. <laughs> what do you do with that method of teaching when it gets results? Yeah, you know, because both of those people are happy, but they're both like one of them's been in a very ab abusive mentor relationship you know yeah it's abuse I mean, that's gonna so it, it explores gonna leave that. scars of its own yeah it explores that i had a very good uh some people complained that he was too harsh i had a very uh harsh jazz teacher myself in mm -hmm. high school and i think he was fantastic um i was not good at me i was good at music don't get me wrong but i was not good at knowing what was what, what with music and he, i got to high school without learning how to read sheet music and when he figured it out he was just so baffled but he put me in jazz band anyways <laughs> which is like his passion project his like top tier thing his try hard nonsense right and i remember being traumatized as a very introverted child being asked to stand up and solo over and over i was legitimately traumatized i remember like just standing there and staring at him very sarcastically at a certain point just like i don't want to do this and you're making me do this like i don't know how to do this other than yeah i'll stand up but i'm not going to play my instrument i'm going to stare at you <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a very harsh like learning how to like do things but he realized that i play by ear and he wanted to like really push me to, to do something and i wasn't really comfortable with you know being pushed <laughs> but it, it brought something out of me that wouldn't have otherwise happened and and it was great and it was productive for me so you know um 
I think it was a great experience for me, even though I was pushed really hard. And it, it, that the whole movie explores that, and I just connected with that in a sense. And so I picked up that little, <laughs> that little quip of "I'm gonna gouge your motherfucking eyes out," and I just tell myself that all the time. <laughs> oh. damn! <laughs> Sounds like a really good movie. Um, am I correct? Is there a scene in the movie where the drum kid drop uh, dumps his girlfriend by telling her how the relationship is going to devolve because he's going to focus on drumming? Yeah, yeah, yeah he gives see- up a lot. Yeah, I, I've I've seen that mo- uh, scene uh, used a lot as like a here's a character literally saying um, what's going to happen. Like he's explaining his motives, but he's not actually mm-hmm. explaining his motives. You are watching that and you're going like, no, no, that's not why you're doing it. You're doing it because you're an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he uh, wants to be the very best, like no one ever was, for real though. <laughs> and uh, he tries really hard, and yeah. the mentor constantly puts obstacles in his way on purpose to to like get him to try hard. Like he brings in people that he thinks is going to take his place, um, this and that, and it, it's yeah, he pushes pushes that kid. Yeah, it's it's a very old school. Um, teaching kind of mentality that he has my cat's losing um, its mind so i'm going to stop talking for a bit all right cassie yeah uh, what's your top spot <sighs> i've long debated whether or not i should lead in with a story but i guess not no i, I I'm, i'm too tired for this my my <laughs> my cheeks are hurting so i'm just gonna say same <sighs> we've all been there At least three of the people in this scene have been have uh, knowledge of this uh, context content. Um, it is a scene from TLD. It is uh, when Aether loses his fucking mind about Dajin in the bubble, and he says, "Suck my halfling dick." <laughs> no, my halfling girth. I'm sorry, I fucked that up. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, now there is a good story behind there, isn't there, Ethel? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yes. Go check out the merch if you're not yes. sure about. <laughs> yes, check out the merch. We have that scene as a merch. Buy it now. <laughs> I have the same cup. I love that cup. That cup is amazing. <laughs> Cameras don't happen on podcasts, guys. Ah, uh, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> what we're not live streaming oh no wait what um <laughs> so yeah. go on Aethel you you can it's you your can scene. lead away on the story behind this yeah it was very simple um we're playing D&D uh TLD to be specific and a big bad character who's from my backstory and became a big part of the story uh is having a throwdown with the main cast and he smugly looks upon the players and goes, hmm, you know what? Finger of death, that sounds like a fun spell. Let me just point at somebody. And my character had just learned counterspell. However, I'm very bad at it, so I had to roll a 17 plus on my dice. Something like that, yeah. I think it's like a, yeah, it was either a 16 or a 17. It was yeah. quite high. And I... And every every ability you had tried to counterspell before, I had oh. replied with, it's not a spell, it's, a, it's an ability. It's a spell-like a ability. A spell-like ability. You right. cannot counterspell this. Right, I had the entire day been going like, is that a spell? Is that a spell? Am I allowed to counterspell now? I just got this ability. I want to use it. So, yeah, eventually V says, go ahead. But I have to roll. And I rolled the 18 or 19. And I was um a little bit excited. 
So I just started screaming. Sarcitation <laughs> 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 ah! <laughs> sucked my health. Like, and I, I'll remember, I remember, do remember this. I don't, I didn't know what the words were going to be. I was just screaming and I was going through my character's feats and I saw halfling nimbleness and my brain goes, halfling, just grab that word, suck my halfling. And then like, I can't say nimbleman. <laughs> and um, then V shortly cuts uh, me off because I'm, uh, I'm going on. I, I can tell you're veering into dangerous territory. Uh, but yeah. I've I've gone over it in my head many times, and I'm 99% sure the next one was Sea Dagen, Sea Dagen. This is why you don't find a stranger in the Alps. I think I was re- <laughs> every time I recreate uh, the scene in my head, I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I would have gone. Uh, I'm going to insert that entire rant into this episode. Counter <laughs> spell? Now you can counter spell. Finally! <laughs> oh, this is not Sweet Jesus. Power. <laughs> Well, it's still not going to fucking work because... I, I need you to roll an arcana check. <laughs> Abnormal... Oh, boy. Oh, yes! Yes! Holy shit. Suck on my halfling fucking girth! Ah, <laughs> oh, 22 arcana. Ah, <laughs> oh, wish you hadn't left me in that cave now, Dejin. Wish I was on your side fighting now, Dejin. Don't you? Don't you? Oh, you impotent half-elf motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna put you in a cage. I'm gonna put the cage in the ground. I'm gonna dance right. on it. I need you to stop because I need you to tell me if Squash is actually saying this. Oh, none of it. Squash painted it though, really okay. loudly. Okay. <laughs> because you would be the target for everything from now on, and officially wouldn't be my fault. <laughs> By the way, uh, Aether, yeah. you said that Dejan was a character from your backstory, but have you considered that you are a character from his backstory? No, because the game's, uh-huh. game's not about Dejan. <laughs> Isn't it? Is it no. not? No. Are you Is sure? it not? Uh, Dejan was fucking with the world long before you turned up, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and grooms existed long before Dejan came along. It's not Grooms' story. <laughs> No, this but not... Dachin was mentioned but by you name are part of Dachin's backstory. <laughs> this is why Dachin became the person who he is today. <laughs> <laughs> I just, what well, I, apart from that, and I was like, oh, you're veering into dangerous territory, I'm going to have to stop. Um, <laughs> stopping from, from that point was the. Uh, do you say that out loud? Because <laughs> boy, how did I wanted you to? I wanted you so much because then I'd have no excuse not to try and actively kill you. Hey, Squash, I had done zero damage that entire fight. No reason to attack him. <laughs> um, yeah, but no. you were like, no. He says it really. He's thinking quiet. it. Re- he says it too really loudly to himself. Yeah. He thinks like, it. He's so he thinks it so loudly at himself. Even laughing could hear it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you say something, Squash? Hmm? No, never. Hmm? Nothing. No, no. Just carry on. I saved you from finger of death. That's what you should be thinking about right now. Fuck you. Uh, um, that's yeah. a good one. <laughs> that's a good choice, Cassie. I only thought of that when when Neil expanded it to media. I was like, wait, what media have I consumed recently? Oh yeah, I've been re-listening to TLD. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually All considering right, making my entire top three stuff that has happened on the Blighthouse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized most of it would have been from Aether and I was like, I can't do that to Aether. 
Yeah. <laughs> Although we had had over the, the the last couple of months recording some absolute caucus from Casey. The QC or whatever. It's so Can good. we add it? It's so funny. <laughs> I'll see. I'll see how like context free it is. Um, but it is hilarious. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's not context free. <laughs> it's not. It's not. And it it doesn't make sense without the context. It so doesn't. The we'll, context we'll makes it, it so much better. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh. All right. All right. Aethel, what have you got? Oh, uh, I'm up again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, Put you um, in the spotlight. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the spotlight. All right. So... Uh, Neil brought in uh, Whiplash, uh, a really important movie to him, where you have a, a really important scene that means a lot to him. Uh, Cassie brought in Teal D, which is a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, very nice thing to do, very, like, on topic. Um, I'm going to bring in uh, this. I think the phrasing I should use is, um, I like it loud and big, but I also like it refined. <laughs> When I think of cursing, when I think of like genuine doctor profanity, I think of I'm gonna show my foot so far up your shaven perfect Alvin Ash that your breath's gonna smell of shoe polish. That's what I think of. I love that phrase so fucking much. Oh my god. Uh so uh, I am a simple man of simple pleasures. <laughs> Keyword simple. Oh. And that little rant is so good. And in context, it's even funnier. But I'm not even going to give the context because it's perfect by its own. Oh, my God. I, I, I love tirades. I love clever swearing. I love clever profanity. It's why I think the Scottish are like the best human beings on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> just the way they swear sometimes is just so fucking funny. It's It's... I've seen more balls than a eunuch dispensary, you fucking guts. It's just so like, ah, oh, I love you guys. What the fuck's a eunuch dispensary? I don't even know. I love you. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure how we can explain what we just saw. Go into the links and look, look click the one. That I'm just says- going to name it. Aethel Rant. Um, I need you to put the link there. Sorry, yeah, name I'll, I'll, Rant. I'll post them all uh, in the... the so I'll never find it again. Um, and if you want to... Oh, fuck. You want an entire video where there's only a single swear and the swear is just a punchline. Uh, uh, YouTube shoe store. That's all you have to YouTube. It's probably going to be the top uh, pick. That's my honorable mention. There, I'm done. Well, thank you for that comedy use. <laughs> Oh my god, my chest hurts. <laughs> so, so I, I technically, uh, so I have a movie. Now, one is my my being a mature adult. This is like a like a serious thing, and the other one is a uh, I say it to myself all the time, and I think anyone recognizes my reference. So, I'm going to do the adult one first, and immediately follow it up with my honourable mention for what also could have been my topic. Um. I'm actually going to um, choose the scene from Full Metal Jackets, um, <laughs> where Private Pyle kills uh, the gunnery sergeant. Um, it starts off with 
Sergeant Pyle, sorry, Private Pyle, who has been pushed to his absolute fucking limit by the drill sergeant. The real drill sergeant is, that is, he has been swearing and insulting everybody from the beginning of the goddamn movie and it gets progressively worse and worse and worse. And it really is a absolute depiction of how how a grown man can break down another man into pieces and finally have them snap. Um the, the the whole movie, like to be honest, Full Metal Jacket, be in a good headspace if you want to watch it. But my God, some of the, the themes that they touch on are fucking heavy. Anyway, this particular scene, uh, the guy is in the bathroom and he is basically just looking menacing. Another character goes in, the main character, and says, what are you doing here? If we get caught, we'll both be in a world of shit. And Private Pal's delivery, he looks up really slowly, really menacingly, and he basically says, I am in a world of shit. And then about 20 seconds later, the gunnery sergeant comes in and is basically yelling, what is this Mickey Mouse shit? And the reason I like... (laughs) What is this Mickey Mouse shit? What are you doing in my head, Private? Um, The reason I like this scene is because although it's the same swear word, it is delivered in three very, very different ways. Um, It's delivered with the... Like, we are in absolute trouble. Like, we we are screwed. Then it is, no, he's actually screwed. He is living in this reality. Like, that is everything he lives and breathes. It isn't a, a fear or a threat. It is a recognition of the absolute lowest point of his life right now. And then you have the drill sergeant coming in, yelling about what is this Mickey Mouse shit. And it is just part of his vocabulary. Like, it is three very different drops and portrayals in it. And it really shows that... This particular scene really shows that breaking down and destruction of a person until eventually it leads to Private Pile basically blowing his brains out. Um, that scene of itself is it's stuck in the back of my brain for this is what happens when you push something too hard and try and remove all the humanity from a person to build them back up into a perfect automaton or something, um, a perfect killing machine. Because, of course, a perfect killing machine is going to turn on their creator. That's what you've made. And it's just something in the way that each of those profane, profanities, profanities are delivered that just really sticks in my brain. So that was my, like number one spot like considering how much like all the squares have been in this entire film up to this point these are the ones that really kind of matter in that and then my alternative number one is uh from the pick of destiny um (laughs) from the song (laughs) beelzebos where (laughs) where uh uh the 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 devil gets uh challenged um (laughs) to a rock off which he cannot refuse and he goes fuck fuck Fuck. And that sticks in my brain whenever I say fuck more than once. That's that third one, I do a lot. Just like fuck. So that's actually my top spot alternative <laughs> because uh it sticks in my brain and I, I use it a lot. Um and I don't think anyone's picks it up because I try not to sing it. Um it just stays in my head. We are the same yes. fucking person. Every time I go like <laughs> fuck. And then I say quieter, fuck. In my head, I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> Every time I do it, there's like you can hear a gap where I go quiet because I'm singing. Yep, there is, there is the, the music, like it's delivered in a beautifully musical way. And this, this, the, if you haven't seen it, The Pick of Destiny is a really shit movie. It's Don't watch terrible. it. But the songs aren't, the, the songs aren't half bad um like musically they're okay they're, they're fine the lyrics are a little childish um and there's a lot Dave of swearing Grohl? in it 
Yeah. Yeah, it's Dave Grohl is, is the demon. Yeah. He's amazing. I thought so. Yeah, Dave Grohl's great. <laughs> um, yeah, like, again, it's it's three fucks delivered in three different ways. Three fucks are given in the making of this three fuck song. Um, I, I love it. I, I love it so much. Um, so, yeah, that's like my proper my proper number one spot but i wanted to talk about the others because again it was like different uses of profanity which when you mentioned profanity media my brain went well first fuck i can't think of anything (laughs) and then i broke it down by different swear words and then tried to go to the tame ones and got to the hardcore ones again um and then my brain realized i've picked different ways of using profanity um like not just um like there's there's a song the definition of fuck which basically has the beautiful line of um or replacing every almost every word in a sentence fuck the fucking fuckers um they talk about a really grammatical way of using the word fuck but i i think it's the different ways that people use it that's interesting to me um because like i've tried to make a note of all the times that we've used profanity um in in what we've mentioned today and we've had a lot like there is an emotional outburst um there's protest and rebellion because it's needed there's bleeping it for comedy reasons there's comedy reasons um you swear for pain you do it to reduce something to its lowest form or to belittle something you use it in rage and anger use it as crude humor every time i'm by the way i'm kind of pointing with my hand i'm I'm gesturing at um (laughs) the sheer volume of swearing um and (laughs) reclaiming it and comedy burns um so i just find it really interesting the amount of different ways that you use profanity because a lot of people are offended by it because it kind of supposed to show a limited vocabulary uh but fuck that sometimes you need to swear (laughs) it's only that case in my circumstance when i just use it when my brain turns off (laughs) in the middle of a sentence and i'm like ah well okay and I just need a second to get myself back on track. So like, I go fucking my brain is rebooting. Dun, 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 dun. Or whatever when my brain is just Windows fucking turning off. Yeah. Well, mostly I'll just use it in jest or like, because uh, I come from an engineering background, like a quite like manufacturing engineering background. There's a, there's a lot of swearing. Like you go down there and every other word is an F Rob line. Um, so like I, I kind of began to, build up in that my, my dad was a builder as well so again there was a lot of swearing at home so it's nothing ever new to me i never got clipped on the back of the head for swearing that was never a thing for us um but i've become around a lot more people who don't ever really swear um but the only time i've ever really like properly like had to use a swear word um was in the same kind of like emotional outburst that you had mentioned in little miss sunshine of I was in a really traumatic place. I was very upsetty, and then I got a bill from the government for a thousand pounds, and I cannot tell you how loud I swore. It was intense. It was long, and I was screaming. Um, the girl next door was quite worried, um, <laughs> as, as she should. Um, but yeah, like I just, I just find the uses of it interesting, and I find like where we decide to. This is an okay word to use. This isn't an okay word to use. This situation is fine. This one isn't. Um, and I just think it's it's interesting that we decide that children should not swear because it does sound awful out kids' mouths, and I don't really know why. <laughs> so, yeah, I I, I think I because they they have not really gotten a grasp of all the all the ways how you can use swears and all the um, not the different levels, the different um, connotations behind it. I guess. Yeah, they just use it for fun because <laughs> it's not allowed. I'm gonna say it as often as I can because <laughs> I just learned yeah. it. <laughs> And that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. You gotta mean it. 
They you have to understand a, what the word twat means to be able to use it. They've learned a new word, but they haven't earned it. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, yeah. uh, so I'm I'm now realizing yeah. uh, I didn't mention the seven words by George Carlin. That is a mm. fantastic piece of stand-up that was counterculture and uh, really, really clever back in the day. And no one named South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Oh, shit! I'm both <laughs> disappointed and proud of you for. <laughs> I had forgotten about South Park. <laughs> I never watched it. Uh, it would 100% be on my honorable mentions list. <laughs> ah, shit. Oh. Stop booping your mic! Never! Have you met my friend you Carl's fucker. mom? She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a big old bitch and she has stupid hair. She's a big... <laughs> She's a big fat bitch. She's the biggest <laughs> bitch in the whole world. <laughs> that was my favorite song from that. Shut your fucking face. I just love Cartman I... at the beginning of that. Well... <laughs> yeah, I love the build-up because he's just... It's so good. I'm sorry, I booped the mic too. Don't, Cartman. Stop. Well, no. I I, I still think the best song in that in that movie is the the Blame Canada song. It's so fucking good. Blame Canada. (laughs) We gotta blame them before somebody thinks of blaming us. (laughs) Yep. All right. Let's let's uh, let's rush around for uh, honorable mentions. Kessie, do you have any? I um I had a few on my list, but then I realized they aren't really profanities. More so than um just fun ways of describing like uh, uh st- i don't have words right now <laughs> so i was like no nah, nah, i'm going uh, i'm just not going to mention them anymore they don't really fit so yeah well what's your favorite one um th- uh, there was of the ones we mentioned today of my no <laughs> of the one that's the ones that are on your list okay at least at least give us one <laughs> okay um, so there was a, a German audio drama, um, a fan-based audio drama of World of Warcraft back in the day. It's called Alimania. And um, there was a quote in it that uh, lives in my brain, rent-free. Um, and it was <laughs> from a guy, uh, he was a gnome. And um, he was trying to uh, get on with uh, an elf lady. And at one, it, it, like for, I don't know, 18 episodes, nothing happened. Uh, or like... Um, his uh, stuff didn't work. Like he, he, she just ignored him and stuff. And he was pouring his heart out to a friend, and he was uh, telling that friend something like, "And I had to translate this." <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it said, "I don't understand why she doesn't want to uh, date with date me, uh, because we gnomes have this problem that our thing is so long that we have to wrap it around our waist, legs, every." <laughs> Thing. Honestly, it's so long we could catch cows with that. <laughs> oh my god! And ever since then, every time someone mentions gnomes, that is the image that lives in my head. <laughs> so guess what happened when you talked about Marnik being a gnome? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's why Lisbeth's interested in him. <laughs> <laughs> Lisbeth. Oh, oh, oh bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I, I feel like it wasn't really a profanity as much as it was just a funny sentence, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nee, do you have any any honorable mentions? No, I named a lot of music stuff just because I couldn't pick one out of the bundle that I had. So <laughs> no, we'll count uh, all of that. Uh, Atho. Oh, what do you got? Um, uh, Captain Haddock from Tintin. Uh, the Soup Store. Just YouTube it. And The Seven Deadly Word by Ki- uh, George Carlin. Go check it out. It's all real, real fucking good shit. Uh, my honorable mentions. Um, I already mentioned uh, the definition of fuck. Please. just It's just funny. I think it's funny. Um, Beelzebos, again, go listen to the whole thing. It was technically my top spot, but yeah. I had to share it with the other one. Um, I'm going to mention The Exorcist. Uh, because that scene was shocking when it came on. And as a kid, I watched it really late night when I should not have been watching TV. Um, that was a little bit like, oh, oh no. Um, yeah, just uh, search that scene in in The Exorcist and you, you'll understand why. Um, it's quite tame-ish by modern standards, but like when I was a kid and back in today, had an impact. Um There is also um, a short by Tom Cardy, and it's called A Special Song for You. And it has a beautiful intro, and it has a single sentence, which I think is amazing, and I'll put a link down below. Um, and also uh, Fuck You by Sheila Green, because there is nothing hmm. funnier than screaming fuck you at the top of your lungs whilst uh, driving around. Um, I, I kind of like that song. Um Yeah, that's my honorable mentions. Oh, um, th- three favorite cursings. Uh, huh? I, I have three favorite like cursings. It's the okay. it's the uh, I'm gonna rip off your head and shit down your throat. Uh, eat shit and die. <laughs> and yippee motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I'm proud that nobody here mentioned anything about Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Poor Sam. I think we did the snakes on a motherfucking plane before you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> No. Nope. Oh, no, it was on no, recording. I think, I think it you, you did say oh, that's the episode uh, name. Oh no, V has the match. Right. Yep. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Fuck me. No. Oh, and the other one is um um uh, the count cursing. Um, <laughs> where <laughs> the one that Derp sent us where yeah. the one we were streaming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, it's it's the count, and it it bleeps every time he says the word count or fuck. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's another one I just wanted to to mention because I thought it was kind of funny. Um, that's that's it. That's it. We got through the episode. Ooh, we did it. An episode longer than anything we ever recorded. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think so. we had a, a fair amount of watching <laughs> no. stuff. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Um, Let me let me randomly determine who is next. I'm pretty sure it's Aethor. Hmm, I don't think so. What What do you mean you don't me think just... so? It's a random dice roll. <laughs> right, yes, completely random. And as you heard, I actually rolled the dice before I announced it. Um, it's me. Um, and I think I already have a topic. Um, <laughs> I, I, I demand a recount. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Hang on. No, let me you choose get a different system. Let me beep, 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 beep. Um, let me let me use a different system. Let me use the alphabet. So afternoon is V. So it's me. Um, so I, if you do it, I will have a topic sure. for next time. Uh, yeah, still V. Um, so yeah, I will have a topic for us next time. I think I already have it, so I don't think uh, we need to pull anything off the list just yet. Um, 
Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for the topic, Neil. This was interesting, <laughs> even though it was really tough. Um, homework. Yeah, I guess. Thank you for the homework, Neil. Mm. My God. Um, we demand. We demanded you give us a rating afterwards. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doing? Get mark our homework, Neil. We all get an F for fuck. <laughs> F for fuck. A for asshole. <laughs> B for bitch. <laughs> C for gun. D for dick. Do, uh, you don't have then. an E, right? You don't have E. Oh, no, that's tough. So, if you feel like tweeting us what the E swear word is, um, <laughs> please, don't, please don't do that. Do it. <laughs> all right. Oh. All right. Thank you all so much. And we will see you next month. If you're yeah. going to tweet at us your favorite cuss word that you yeah. got to do it without context Begins so with that e. everyone thinks that people are very mad at us on Twitter. <laughs> do it beginning with e <laughs> we will not accept anything other than swear words starting with e all of them yep i can't yep. pick of a just, no, just, oh my god <laughs> i can't either i'm stuck so please help us um okay thanks bye. please help us with Yay. our grading system exactly <laughs> bye bye <laughs> That was the worst ending we've done. Hey, it's me, the one responsible for making everyone say all the naughty words on this one. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, a bit of an experiment this episode was, huh? Hope you liked it anyways. Um, we'll be back to our regular amount of swear words next time. So, (laughs) no worries if you didn't enjoy this one so much. But if you did, we would love to hear about it. Uh, If you could leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and let people know that you enjoyed the episode, that would mean a lot to us. Stay tuned for a quick advertisement for a show that we think you might like. A show from our good buddy Tian, who was on the previous season's episode. Always good to hear new things from voices you recognize, so go give them a listen and check them out. Again, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to leave a review wherever you listen to your shows, and we will see you all for the next episode. Bye. This has been a Blighthouse Studio production. Thank you for listening. Nyctophobia, a new fiction podcast featuring Asian folk horrors and ghost stories. As Eastern superstitions and Western storytelling converge, new nightmares emerge. Can you tell me what room you are in? I'm... I'm in... I'm in the basement. Ma'am, ma'am, please repeat that. I'm... Oh, no. Oh, my God, I'm in the basement. Ma'am? My flashlight. Oh, no, 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 please, 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 don't leave me in the dark, please. Please. Remember, 
keep the lights on <laughs>